All right. Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the Shoreline Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about business and entrepreneurship here in Northern Ohio. My name is Jared. And I am Ben. And we are actually in different locations today. We're in our normal uh, locations. I am in my home in Cincinnati, Ohio. And yeah, I'm in my home in uh, Sandusky. Or should I yeah. say Bellevue? Yeah, I'll say uh, I Sandusky. It's, it's close enough, right? Close enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to be talking today a little bit more history. I, we touched last week uh, on a lot of basically how we got here. And one uh, of the things we touched on <clears throat> is that I moved to Cincinnati a few years ago. Uh, and I'm here for a while. I don't plan on staying here forever. Uh, I plan on moving back to Sandusky eventually. But that's where I am this week. So that's where we're recording from today. And today we are going to be talking about career goals because this whole one-up creative and shoreline media thing that Ben and I do here, uh, obviously we have some aspirations for what we plan to happen in our lives in and outside of these companies. So today that's what we're going to be talking about. Sure is. All right, Ben. Uh, So I figure we would start off uh, hopefully a little more history about us. Um, history. We'll start with you because uh, first Basically in order to our know where you're going. In the past. Yeah, so where we have been okay. and where we are. Yours is a little bit shorter than mine. So, uh, mine we'll is start a with lot yours. shorter than yours. Okay, so <laughs> first of all, I'm only 18 years old right now, but um, I've been through, I mean, quite a few not too many jobs, but just like um, they were more like under the table. They weren't actual jobs from like um, you know where I'm at now, which is Staples. But um, these were like working for my neighbors and do whatever else. I um, I didn't do anything until uh, a couple years ago, which is when I um, my neighbor got a hold of me. Actually, no, more than a couple. My neighbor got a hold of me and he has he does stuff with pioneer and stuff like that and um so i helped him and i also um once also helped him build a uh, a little trench around his house to make sure his hmm. how his house didn't ever get flooded again i didn't know his, that yeah his house yeah. actually um i helped him build a uh, dig a trench with his tractor and everything it was quite a bit of work but it was fun I had and, no clue uh, that you did that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And about a year or two later, I uh, uh, have another neighbor. Well, actually, a person that used to go to my church got a hold of me. And um, he wanted me to uh, help hoe his um, his land. He had his, mm-hmm. he had his uh, farm. And, um, well, basically, how that works is basically you, um, you rent a farm off of a person who owns the farmland and basically grow your crops yeah, yeah. there and whatever else. And yep. um, he, something wrong, went wrong with the spraying and everything at, at the, the start of the season. And a lot of okay. these weeds, I don't know what they call them, some type of weeds, start with the M or whatever, I guess they call them. And yeah. it just, it was terrible. So, hey, he said 10 bucks an hour, you could work as much as you like just to 
try to get as much done. So I got quite a bit done, but not the whole entire field. It, it was just going to take too long because just one person hoeing, hoeing an entire field is just wasn't going to really work. So I did get paid quite a bit for that, which was actually pretty awesome. I got like 400 some bucks for two weeks. Hmm. And anyway, um, then I started working for Jared's dad uh, about a year later. Or actually not too much longer. It wasn't even a year later. I uh, started working for Jared's dad. I What I did was um, I actually... Oh, okay, Jared. Your dad owns a ton of rental houses. What's he up to? Yeah, he owns now? 11 and then his own house. Okay, 12, 11, whatever. At yeah. least he says 12, <clears throat> so he owns 12 houses. Anyway, yep. um, I helped him fix three of them up. One was, um, well, not going to really say anything, but one was called Heritage. One was called something else. One was called something else. Wait a minute. I've fixed four up, actually. Yeah. Four. Okay. Yeah. And most mm-hmm. of the, mostly it was flooring. And I got so tired of flooring. My knees started killing themselves. I couldn't. Uh, even knee it's pads. Hard work. Wearing knee pads <laughs> and just getting up and down, just it killed them. Especially, yep. I'm not that old, but now I basically have to live with my knees, which is a pain. And I hate it. But it's all right. I really found that out today, getting in and out of cars, really low cars. I was at the IX Center today. Oh, my gosh. That's It's honestly pretty hard. <laughs> but anyway. Mm-hmm. I know um, that pain, man. I know yeah. that pain. <laughs> I'm, I'm six foot five for those of you who haven't ever seen me, which is most people. Uh, yeah. I'm a really tall dude. And with really tall dudes comes tall dude problems, which are anything involving joints. So yep. I know what he's talking about. Especially knees. And anyway, um, I did do a lot of drywall work and a lot of um, um, actually built, I built my own doors for a shed at a house. And it was quite a, I like, that's the thing about me, I like hands-on work. I don't really like mm-hmm. to sit at a desk and do crap or design stuff. That's not my type of thing. I like to go do stuff. Like that's the thing. Right. I'm not really a person who likes. I mean, I mean, Jared. I mean, this is for the kind of the company though. Like I, editing. I just, I just, it's hard for me to just to sit down and stay still and just edit. So right. me, I kind of, I, I'm the person that wants to go out and film. And take pictures, instead of mm-hmm. editing. That's mm-hmm. kind of why I'm slow at editing and takes me forever to actually do one because it's just I got to get the. The feeling of okay, I gotta sit down. I gotta do this, but right, okay. Anyway, after I built, I helped them with houses for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I then went and got an actual job at Staples, and um, I am a certified technician, and I also am cross training in the uh, um, the print and marketing center now mm-hmm. and um basically that's about it um it's i thought it was gonna be a little different i'd like this i'm not really the person that likes to sell i like to just work on the computers and stuff like that yeah, but that's that's totally, how i was that's totally not what it is which kind of disappoints me and um at some point i might go for another job or something like that i'm kind of i don't know the scheduling is so bad right now 
I wanted a set schedule, and they didn't ever give it to me. Now it's screwed up. So mm-hmm. and it's screwing up my whole pet my uh, pit orchestra practice. And... Um, okay, so then you're 18, which you yes. already established. Mm-hmm. Um, you're about to graduate high school. Yes. Um, and then we'll get into basically where we go from there in a little bit uh, after we go through a little well, bit of Well, guys, history. if you also count, I mean, I did start doing weddings with Jared, if you count that as mm-hmm. a part of a career. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it actually is pretty much a job. Yeah, it does definitely work. Yes, for sure. It is. All right. So uh, I am, as we established in our first episode last week, I am 23 years old. I think I said I was 24 in that video. That was just a Freudian slip, uh, not <laughs> 24. You know your own age, son. Yeah, I, I've. I had to do the math, actually, after that episode. I was like, wait, am I 24? So I don't think I'm 24. I'm not 24. I'm 23. Um, but I'll be turning 24 this year. So I'm quite a bit older than Ben, have a little more experience in the workforce than Ben. Wait, um, you're only my 23? first job. Yeah, I'm 23. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were 24. Nope. Um, ah, you were my born in 95. Okay. Was born in 95, yeah. yeah I, uh, I worked in a nursing home. Uh, it was two-hour shifts. So it was a very short shifts job, uh, but it was my first job. Uh, and then worked there for a number of years. After I left there, I went to work at the local Lowe's. Worked there for a whopping two weeks. Uh, and then I left the Lowe's. Now, why uh, did you work there for only two weeks? I worked there because I wanted a job that would give me some more <sighs> hours. And... Lowe's definitely did that. Uh, problem was that I wanted to work in like the paint section uh, because color is obviously something that I'm around a lot uh, working in graphic design and I was interested in the area and I wanted to mix paint. I thought that'd be interesting. But they ended up putting me on working outside uh, in the outdoors li- living section. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my job was basically to help people pick out pavers and help them pick out which kind of soil they want and help them pick out flowers for all the stuff that they put around the outside of their house. (laughs) Now, I remember you saying, people would ask you, what's the difference between the soil and this soil and why is it better? And what's it's soil. Okay. It's dirt. People, if you're listening to this, it's freaking soil. I'm sorry. It's dirt. Good dirt (laughs) is good dirt. Like there's not going to be, there's, there's a such a thing as bad dirt. Yes. But you're not going to buy bad dirt at a store that sells dirt. You're just not going to find it. So don't, don't ask which soil is better because you're already at a store buying dirt. So all the dirt there is going to be good dirt. Yeah. So it's fine. So anyway, after I worked there, I realized how much, oh, this is dirt. We found the field, bagged it up. We're good. Yeah. I realized how much I didn't like it there. So I immediately started looking for other jobs. Uh, ended up getting a job at a, what do you know, a landscaping company. <laughs> Moved from selling dirt to working at a landscaping company. Uh, but it ended up giving, being a good transition because the foundational knowledge that I got at Lowe's helped me out with working at uh, the landscaping company. And the landscaping company was a full-time job. Got paid like $9 an hour or $10 an hour or something <laughs> like that. Was not getting paid good money but it was a lot of work and it was hard work and uh so the landscaping company was hard work i got the job because it was a friend of my parents um uh they owned 
basically they own the company. They didn't own it. They co-ran the company with the owner. Uh, but he basically was the guy running the show. And super nice guy. He got me the job there. But what I realized there was just that I was not built for the kind of work they needed me to do. Um, I did well enough that I could keep up with them. But a lot of them, they they just been doing it so long and they were so good at it that it was no problem. And I just wore out so fast because my body was just not used to the kind of labor mm. uh, that that type of work involves. Yeah. But what it taught me there was basically that, you know, it taught me a, a value that I hold today. Like I still value so much of the stuff that I learned at the landscaping company because it taught me uh, basically what it means to do actual hard physical labor because it was something that I never had really done that much of growing up. You know, I did chores and stuff like that, but like I had never done that level of work where I was just sweating bullets and and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of the guys there, they called me computer guy uh, because most of the guys there did not have a college path. Like this was the end of the road for them. And they all knew that, that it was not the end of the road for me. So they nicknamed me computer guy because they knew that's what I was going to school for. After that, ended up in college. Um, and then when I got to college, that was when I really started to take one up creative seriously. And I really started to try and find my own weddings and I didn't take it super seriously. Um, but I wanted to try and branch out my own a little bit. Um, so I worked back at the nursing home for a little bit, but then, uh, towards the end of my first year in college is when I personally found my job at Staples. Uh, so Ben and I have both worked at Staples and that's something you'll probably hear us both talk about a lot over the course of this podcast because we share a lot of experiences there. Uh, mm-hmm. But I worked at Staples for a year and a half and I I am, again, extremely grateful for the opportunity to have that job because uh, I grew up naturally an introvert. I naturally am an introverted person. I don't love being around groups of people or anything. And uh, as a business owner, you know, one of the things is, is that I am the front man for the company and I am the face and I am the person who interacts with people. And when I first started assisting weddings uh, back in 2013, I had no clue how to talk to people. I was just not good at it. I didn't do it. Um, and working at Staples, and I'm sure Ben could agree, uh, the whole customer service aspect and having to talk to people for your job uh, really brought me out of my oh, shell. It, helps. it and, really does. Yeah. And it, it teaches you how to interact with people and, and kind of forces you into that role. So something that I'm really grateful for uh, now that I had that opportunity. So um, after that, uh, towards the end of my 2016 year, uh, I knew that I was planning on getting married and moving to here in Cincinnati. Uh, So over that summer, I picked up a couple of extra jobs. uh, The first of which was working at a company called Alarming Concepts, a really good friend of my dad's. His name's Bob. Uh, and they do alarm installations. Uh, really small company. It was just me, him, and a receptionist. And we basically just, we installed alarm systems and and helped manage that kind of stuff. And still an experience that I'm grateful for today because it formed 
kind of a lifelong thing and taught me a lot about running a small business and kind of the difficulties surrounding that uh, because I got to see a whole lot of what went on since it was such a small company. Um, and then after that, uh, I ended up leaving that to go work at my dad's company. Um, not going to say where that is. I don't need to reveal too much about my family, but <laughs> I worked there for basically a month uh, as just temp work, uh, doing some stuff in the back warehouse, uh, basically painting stuff, painting parts um, is what I did there. And I did that for $14 an hour. And the only reason I took that job was because I needed some money, obviously, because I was getting married. I needed a wedding. So I worked basically that full time for a month. Um, and then we got married and we moved here to Cincinnati. So on my way to Cincinnati, uh, started looking for jobs down here, got a job at a company called the news record. It is an independent, uh, student run newspaper. Uh, and it's not technically all student run because the business manager is not a student. He's a professor at the university and he is my boss. Um, he oversees cause the, the Newspapers divided into two sections. They have the editorials aside, which is completely student run, and that is all <clears throat> news related stuff. And then they have the non editorial side, the business side, which does like the advertising and all that stuff and handles the money. And that is that that's where my boss is and where I work. Uh, and he is not a student, but everyone else in the company or in, in this newspaper is a student. So he's the only non student. Um, so uh, I do graphic design for the news record. Um, I would like to say that my responsibilities extend a little bit beyond that. Because I do do a lot of stuff there, but mostly graphic design. Mm -hmm. But then uh, I ended up majoring in electrical engineering after uh, my first two years of college. I got a degree in ECET, <laughs> oh, which bless. is... Ooh, bless you, Ben. Thank bless you. you. <laughs> I got a degree in ECET, which is... a uh, electrical computer engineering tech. That's my associate's degree. So I ended up uh, through uh, a whole story, which we're not gonna get into here, uh, moving into electrical engineering technology as my bachelor's oh, degree sorry. program. Um, oh, yes, excuse you. <laughs> and through, through the University of Cincinnati, they have a co-op program, which is basically, for those of you who don't know, it's like internships, but they're paid. Yes. Um, the co-op program is, uh, basically, I have to take five semesters of my regular schooling and I have to, uh, during those five semesters, go and work uh, mm -hmm. like you would for an internship. So I am on my fourth semester now. Uh, my first semester was with a company called Pull Zero. My second semester was with a company called Intelligrated. Uh, and my third semester was back with Intelligrated. Now my fourth semester is with a company called SHP. They're all very different companies. Uh, but generally, the whole concept with everything that I've done in my career up to this point was to open up as many paths. And so I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I work at a company called SHP now. And then I'll be graduating hopefully by the end of spring next year. And then I'll be able to move back towards Sandusky. And that is where we at are at right now this is where we at now boy <laughs> all right then so we'll jump back to you okay um, well future well basically what i really want to get into <laughs> um yeah 
Um, okay. Okay, to start off, basically, I originally wanted to be a lineman for First Energy, but um, they canceled the PSI program at the place I wanted to go to, so mm -hmm. that screwed up my whole... It screwed up everything for what I wanted to do. So explain what that would have been, what, what it looked like. Okay. <clears throat> Basically, it was a apprenticeship where mm -hmm. they would bring you in to this, um, let's say, the college or whatever. And um, you'd, it's a two-year thing. And while um, you're doing it, they would put you to work with uh, um, them. They'll also train you, basically. You either work at a as a lineman or as a substation worker and uh, i wanted to be the lineman um i don't know why i i thought so what is a lineman okay electricity if people don't really know what this is um well, alignment's basically the people you, you see out even climbing either climbing the big poles to fix your um electricity or basically that um people that go on the telephone poles to fix your either your transformers or stuff like that um now okay um basically so i wanna... would be one of the people who keep your electricity up yeah um so i wanted to do that but they that whole that screwed up everything for me so now that's that's kind of that's kind of out of the sight now um mm -hmm. now i've been looking at um Maybe I'm um, going into the railroad. I live right by this place called, uh, well, they, there is a uh, station here, but it's of Norfolk Southern. If you guys have definitely heard of that, it's train. It's a rail yard. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Basically, um, I don't know exactly what I'd be doing there yet. If I were to get a job there, it'd definitely be... Um, as a probably electrician or a mechanic mm -hmm. or I'd have to they'd have to, and now that is also a place that would send you to school you'd try to get the job there first and then they'll send you the schooling for it and then yeah in the meantime yep. and a lot of places you train and, like that. you train and work there too so that'd be yeah pretty cool and okay. I I don't think yeah. you really have to pay for the schooling either so no yeah typically like the way a lot of those places work is like they'll let they'll send you to school and they'll pay for it and then like your off semesters you'll work with them full yes. time. Mm -hmm. So basically an apprenticeship mm -hmm. is basically what it is. Exactly so, so and also definitely in the you want to go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, no, go ahead. Okay, well, also definitely in the future. Um, it's not just because Jared's here, but I definitely do want to stay in to one up for a long time really until something drastically happens with hopefully nothing happens but you never know and today mm -hmm. but i'd definitely like to stay in that like us and maybe another job i'm gonna have two jobs and then maybe if it gets big enough um i could quit my actual big job and just stay as one up creative and be full-time or part-time whatever there and um and at least to have a job to support a family later on in life, because I know I'll probably have one. And um, yeah, I th okay. So then, like, if you could describe what your if you were to have a family, what would you, like a wife? 
how many kids? What okay. are you thinking so as far as that? So basically me. What mm-hmm. I, I, I actually thought about this. Ah, there we go. Sorry about that. I was taking a drink. Um, it's fine. I, um, I'm, I'd have a wife. Um, I think I'd go for maybe two kids. I don't think I'd really go any more than that or maybe less than that mm-hmm. because, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's good for a kid to grow up with either a brother or a sister, somewhere to always be, someone to always be there for them. I mean, I will definitely always be there for my kids, but someone to always be there near that age group. Um, I mean, you sound like my wife. There's a, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of people that's actually been, you know, people that, um, so, what, what do you, how do you see that, uh, one. One kid, fa- S- only single child, single or child, only child, yes, only child, and then um, I don't know. It's just it, it, I think it would definitely help with would help. It would definitely help with them if they ever need someone to be there for them or something like that. I think it's it's there to grow up with somebody. Uh, that's I don't know. I always loved having the, my brother and my sister there and stuff like. Even though they, I, they uh, picked on me all the freaking time, but. <laughs> I, I think this is a funny. This might be a topic for another podcast, but I, I am I'm on the other camp. I only want one kid. Really? <laughs> yeah. So we'll not get into that. That might be a topic for another day. But man, I find that incredibly interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, so then, like, you think like the ultimate goal for you would be able to like leave your job working the railroad to be able to do something like this more full time? Yes, the railroad would definitely. The railroad would definitely be a <laughs> a a base point. Well, not mm-hmm. really a base point, but a the to set the foundation for the money and the income at first to basically support the family for how long. And right. working at the railroad actually brings in a lot of money. So over time, I could it save does, up yeah. and I could invest that and stuff like that. And then I think I could be and set then, after if I quit that, I can go for this. Oh, I should be set. Yeah. So you'd be able to like set that up as kind of a jumping off point or like a safety net. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then let's jump into like, if you could talk about, you know, you say you want to maybe jump into this eventually. Uh, when we talk about this, meaning one up in shoreline and the stuff that we're doing here, what do you envision that being at that point when you're actually jumping into it? Like, where do you think it'll go for you to say, well, this is what I want to be jumping into? The way... It, it kind of helps on the way we're also looking at it now because the way right. we want to go for is basically we're already looking into once Jared moves back, we're going to do something of either buying a house, having a studio in the garage. It's a starting point for this company to get going. And then once it does get going, which I'm, I'm not doubting anything because I'm pretty confident that something will definitely become a miracle and, help us out because we're, we're doing pretty good now we've got ads going i love love that optimism it, we have ads going it's helping us out it keeps us going and um we've already booked how many weddings and now we're running into the problems where some people are trying to book weddings on days we already have booked for another wedding you know so it gets to the point where we're actually going to have to have multiple people more people employed and then keep it going it, it'll get bigger and i know it'll definitely get bigger because of the way we're going so um i think um I, <laughs> the the way it's going uh, it'll probably 
they, it sh actually, I don't think it'll be too long. I mean, another, I don't know how many years. I don't want to throw a year out mm -hmm. or anything, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, so, the, but you think you think the future is going to still be in weddings? Weddings or YouTube or something like that. It could be in between because we do the mix yeah. of both. So we do do the mix. So then, okay, if you could at least say put like a percentage on it, like what do you think we would be at uh, as far as the different things that we're doing being a part of the company? Like what do you think is going to be percentage-wise each section? Percentage-wise? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I would do how much wedding like maybe and how much you YouTube? Could, or? I would say maybe not even more. This is, like, very subjective, I think, Give to you. Give examples, like, please. You could put it in, like, how much, how much of the money is an example. Like, how much income as a total, percentage-wise, is each section. Or how much of the work is each section. So, um you could say like, okay, looking at our money, like you expect such and such amount or such and such percentage of our total income from the company to come from the YouTube stuff. Or you expect such and such amount of hours of your regular work week being put into the YouTube stuff, as an example. That makes sense? Wait a minute. <laughs> now, what, 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 what you're trying to say, what, what are you trying to say? I was trying to say, like, obviously we're doing more than one thing. So, yes, okay, so, so some is YouTube, what? some is, um, it can, it can it can even be web design. We've done that before. Yeah, yeah, um, like the, the Shoreline Media, all the stuff that we're doing here at Shoreline uh, is obviously a part of that. And then there's obviously the stuff we're doing through 1UP Creative with our wedding stuff. So we got, like, all these different areas that we're covering here. So what do you envision the layout of all these different things being in the grand scheme of the company? Are you thinking like it's 90% weddings and 10% all this other stuff? Or what do you think? When it gets big, I think I we would be probably 80, 85 wedding and then maybe Ooh. 20, 25. Uh, I mean, weddings is a big part of it. It actually is. Yeah. And once it gets yeah, it, it gets to the point where that could be a full time job, weddings is going to be up the up the wall. It's going to be a weddings a lot because weddings is big. And once we get even okay. bigger, that can also be a point where the profit can come in even bigger because the well, I don't know about profit, but like the um the amount we charge for a wedding too. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I I like that. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to jump back to kind of lay some of the groundwork for where I envision this in my mind. Yeah, you um, probably you I probably have a hitting, better envision on it than I do. But well, the whole point is just I want to capture where <laughs> your what you're picturing, um, so that we can kind of see where we're at, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation. Um, so my picture uh, is a lot of the stuff you've already laid the groundwork for. Uh, my goal is obviously when I move back, uh, we're going to get a studio of some kind. It's not going to be big. No. You know, we're It'll planning very starter. small here. But right now we're in my office in my apartment. Um, 
is where this whole company is run out of. And it's a 10 by 10 room. And that <laughs> is just a little bit too small just because the equipment it takes to do the kind of work we do takes and up so much the space. Equipment, so. We, the equipment we already have too just takes up too much space. Yeah. So it's just like, this isn't really working, this 10 by 10 room. So we need something a little bit bigger, even if it's just a garage. Um, and that's all we all we really need is just something a little bit bigger, just to purely to have enough space to store the stuff reasonably. So we plan on, um, my goal with our company is to never have to take out any loans for anything. Um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So one of the podcasts I listen to is Dave Ramsey's podcast. And I'm, I'm not like a Dave Ramsey follower or whatever, um, but he believes in not taking out loans. And I'm kind of on that train with this company is that I don't want to have uh, a, a loan payment on, on my head because as a business owner, any loan payment on my head is money that I have to make every month. And having something where we, we have sort of an irregular income uh, kind of puts a pressure on that. And I never want to be in that situation uh, where, where, you know, paying for the building comes before paying people like Ben. So uh, I want to pay for everything in cash. So the whole goal is to save up money through the company to buy anything that we need. So I want to start out small. You know, I don't want to start out in some big building. I want to start out in a, a garage, like Ben was saying. And then, uh, you know, hopefully, eventually, we'll move in, be able to move into a bigger studio. But we're only going to move into it if we're buying it in cash. You know, I don't want to be leasing some space. And the nice thing about the type of work that we're doing is that it doesn't require, like, some fancy location. Like, it is, it's not like a store where people have to drive by it and see it in order for it to be recognized because the type of work we do isn't something that like people just walk in off the street like you would a clothing shop. So we kind of have the advantage of that. Like we can buy cheaper areas that aren't as good as look in as well as aren't as good in like location uh, because we didn't really care about the location so much as we do the building <clears> itself. <throat> um, but then my, my goal is to build it into a larger studio uh, and then move into a larger space. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't want to go super big. Um, but I think between 4,000 and 7,000 square feet, I think would be great. And it'd give us enough space to stretch out and be able to do all sorts of awesome stuff. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, we'd be able to do a lot with that kind of space. Now, one thing I've always thought, like, this is kind of a little yeah. off topic, but you were seeing... Go for it. Lou's uh, yeah. studio he has. You think that's a little too big? Yeah. Lou is, talk is Unbox Therapy, is a YouTuber, if you guys are... Okay. Go ahead. I asked the question. Do you think that would be too big? Like what he has for us? No. What he has is about 8,000 square feet. And that's kind of on the top end of what I would want. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I think that's actually pretty <laughs> yeah. good. Almost a little too big, but pretty good size. You do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind it. of what I'm, what I'm picturing is something uh, like I that. Definitely. Um, like I would definitely like to have something like that. That could, you can basically do anything in any corner any little space in that place yep It'll, and like, you can convert it into whatever you want yes. and, and utilize the space mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways um so then after I, I get this larger studio the goal for me is to be able to basically employ a small team you know whatever i don't want ever want to be so big as to like employ hundreds of people uh, that's just it's too much to handle for me i don't aspire for things that large yes. um but I would like to maybe have like 
five or six, maybe ten people max, uh, that work here uh, at my at, at this company, and and obviously Ben would be uh, Ben and and Ryan, who's not here, uh, would be the two guys that come along with me in that, and then hopefully like seven other people, um, and then we'd just be doing all the stuff that we do here at One Up Creative and Shoreline Media, which is like. We do specialize in wedding photography and videography, which is something we're going to be talking about a lot over the course of this podcast. And then we also, through Shoreline Media, we're doing the uh, commercial video. We're doing branding, which is like graphic design and that kind of stuff, uh, and as well as like web design. So yep, I'd love to hire people that are doing <laughs> all of those things. One thing is once we get big yeah. enough and people could um, put in applications and we interview them, I think it's I don't uh I can't well I, I can definitely see myself but like I think it'd be kind of fun but kind of just like weird interviewing somebody usually I'm the one in never interview yeah and we'll be the it'd one be like a weird position to be put in where like you have to interview somebody yeah it's like one of those things I never you don't ever picture yourself doing you know um <laughs> But yeah, so so basically, we wanna I wanna be able to get big enough to where we have enough income to support like ten people doing uh, one up creative in Shoreline Media, mm-hmm. and uh, so the thing is for me like uh, and why I asked about the whole percentage thing is because we were doing the math the other day. Ben and I were talking about the math, uh, and in order to support that many employees, I don't think it would be feasible for us to just survive on weddings and we have to branch out into other stuff uh, and that's kind of where the whole shoreline media thing steps in is because uh this is something that we've been that's doing that's why i didn't go all the way up uh, to like 90 something percent it yeah. had to be a little lower than that and then somewhat a yeah. big chunk of something else so i went up to like so, 80 so that's why like maybe the, the whole shoreline media thing is something that we've been doing under the one-up creative name for a long time but we just never really branded it um because we've been trying to separate the one-up creative wedding stuff with all the other stuff that we do. Yep. Um, so Shoreline Media is kind of the embodiment of that. And and the idea for like, me is that... Uh, go ahead. No, so I was basically saying like, like what we've always done is we put everything together, not everything together, but basically called it all one-up creative. But we kind of wanted to... Yeah, everything we did was thing, just under the one brand. One thing, just one-up creative as the weddings and stuff like that. And then... Uh, shoreline to be everything else we do so so now if it ever gets to a point our youtube videos might be hey guys it's been from up from not one up but from shoreline media and whatever else yep wait is it media is shoreline media shoreline media Media. yeah okay i couldn't remember so the idea is just (laughs) that shoreline media could be this uh this larger catch-all uh, whereas we've kind of built one up creative to be this specialist wedding thing, which we do a whole lot of. Shoreline Media is is kind of the um, the larger vision of one up creative, where we can do a whole lot more stuff that we were already doing, um, but that that hopefully Shoreline Media could end up being bigger than just us at one up creative. Mm-hmm. So my vision for the company is for it to become something larger. 
Uh, and obviously, Shoreline Media, which is the whole concept of this podcast, is that the whole thing of Shoreline is heavily rooted here in uh, Northern Ohio. You know, obviously, I'm not in Northern Ohio right now, but that's where we've built our roots as a as a company, and that's where our market is is Northern Ohio, and that's where we're both from. And so that's something that we've really focused on in in this whole Shoreline Media venture. So I want it to be rooted in Northern Ohio, and for me. The vision of the company is is to become a whole lot larger than like just website design or something like that. Like I would love for it to be like uh, a bigger brand, almost like a household name in in the area where like Shoreline Media is like a like a, almost like a news source. I don't want to say a news source because I don't want to be a news company. I'm not a journalist. I don't aspire to be one, but I kind of want to be that that company that's tapped into the lifeblood of the area and tapped into the lifeblood of the Lake Erie yes. natives and and just that like is so heavily involved in the community that everybody knows who we are. And whether that be through the branding or through like news or through this podcast even, uh, you know, that's what I would want it to be. So for me, I would say oh, that like, I wanted to get to a or billboards. <laughs> However, we get to that point. I don't care. Um, for me, I just picture this company. Hey, you know what? That uh, would be an actual really big way to advertise. You know, how how much is renting a billboard? I never even thought of that. It depends. Depends a lot on location. Huh. Um, but for me, so when I look at like the percentage of business, you know, I I hope it'll be a whole lot more evenly divided. Um, so I don't think in, in the long term for me, I don't think weddings are going to be our primary source. I think it'll be a lot more even. And I think YouTube, hopefully, uh, eventually we'll get to a point where YouTube can be some sort of earning income for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to maybe be 10% until, yeah, it used to be until they brought until, this one until thing YouTube in. changes. The, yeah. They changed the terms of service and now we're not monetized monetizable anymore. Yeah, we have to get more subscribers. Um, please subscribe you know, to us if anybody listens to this. Yeah, please subscribe to our YouTube channels. And preferably uh, the uh, um, One Up Connect because this is the ones I got the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe 10% of our income is YouTube. You know, uh, just enough for it to be worthwhile our investment in time. But n- maybe not something we're actually making a ton of money off of. Just something that like, so we love doing YouTube. It's always been something like a hobby for us. And I don't think as a company we could imagine One Up or Shoreline Media without doing the whole YouTube yeah. thing. Because it's just been like it's ingrained in, in our yep. blood. Um, but then the rest of it, the other 90%, I think will be a lot more evenly divided between Shoreline and One Up Creative. And I think. I think Shoreline has the potential to actually be the primary earner over One Up Creative, um, but I don't I don't plan for it to get to that point. But I do plan on hopefully making it a little more evenly distributed between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but but extending even beyond that, and this is something I've talked to you about yes. before, um, and and the kind of jumping back to what I mentioned before, the whole reason that I have structured everything in my life uh, as far as jobs and co-ops and everything the way that I have before is because I'm not, 
I'm a type of person who is um, who's very interested and just entertained by so many things. I I have always been like um, I don't want to say a man of many hobbies, but I love learning about just anything, and and I love learning about interior design, graphic design. I love electrical engineering, mechanical engineering. I love physics. You know, basically the whole gamut, everything from drawing and graffiti to quantum physics. I love like learning about all of that. And so since I have an interest in so many things and I also have like this whole bug to like be a business owner, um, for me, the way I have kind of thought about things is like I've, I've always structured my life to leave as many doors open as mm-hmm. possible. Uh, because I'm interested in more than just one thing. Uh, so I don't want to limit myself to just one thing. And of course, one up creative and the stuff we do here creatively is my passion. And, uh, obviously like the whole video photo thing is stuff that I really love. And of all the, all the things that I do, you know, that's like the peak for me. Um, but that's not where it ends. It's not like the end all mm-hmm. be all. Um, obviously going to school for electrical engineering that's another thing that i love i love computers i love electronics and i especially love computer science i love coding. that's one thing um, uh, it's hard for me to get into i i just yeah it's it's a lot of people aren't aren't cut out but for it, and it's fine computers like, it's just it takes a certain type of person and you love you love oh, like yes. the hardware side that's of things of thing. yeah um <laughs> so obviously like i've done i've done the whole gamut of jobs. I've worked in food service when I worked at the nursing home. I worked in landscaping. I've I've worked in now. I've worked in a security company uh, doing security alarm installation. Uh, when I worked at Pole Zero, that's a very hardware oriented job. Pole Zero, my first call. Oh, very. It's a very hardware oriented job. The stuff I was doing there was like uh, PCB manufacturing. Uh, so the people would give us PCB designs, and my job was to actually mill out the board uh, using a milling machine and make a PCB to mount parts on. And then I had to solder the parts on by hand. And, you know, these are, like, very, very small parts that you see, like, when you hold up a motherboard mm-hmm. or something. You know, I had to solder those on. Huh. And that was my job. Uh, and it was very hardware-level oriented. And it, I learned a lot, especially how to solder there. Like, I had no clue i thought i knew how to solder but then uh my first like my first time soldering my boss looked at it he was basically like yeah that sucks (laughs) he was he just straight up he's like yeah that's not good uh but so i i learned a whole lot about like the hardware side of things and i really liked doing that stuff it was fun um a little strenuous on your eyes after a while looking through the microscope all day long but it was fun and i liked doing that then when I worked at uh, Intelligrated, a lot of what I did there, uh, that's that that's a PLC company. That's what they specialize in. Uh, and PLCs, uh, for those who are uninitiated, are basically fancy computers, uh, really expensive computers that are industrialized. And, and they're basically designed to run in industrial environments. And they're the things that run like conveyor belts and stuff like that. So part of my job was programming those. Uh, but another huge part of my job was coding and another huge part of my job was excel uh, and those two kind of go hand in hand with the other part because uh one of the major things i did there was uh me and the other co-op 
worked on this large Excel sheet to assist my boss in some of the stuff that he was doing. And we learned a lot about like not minor Excel stuff, like really, really advanced Excel functions and formulas and all yes. kinds of stuff. Uh, and then another huge part of that was we were taking uh, some of the stuff we were doing for the PLCs and we were programming programs to automate some of the processes that we were writing on the PLCs. So we were writing programs to automate the creation of our programs, which is like kind of crazy in a way. But it, uh, so we learned not just PLC coding, but we also learned visual basic coding and we also learned Excel formulas. Uh, so we learned like three different things at one company. And now I'm with SHP and SHP is an architecture firm and I'm doing uh, architectural engineering uh, electrically. So electrical engineering at an architecture firm, which basically like I'm the guy who lays out outlets yeah. in a room. Uh, like, you know, you go into a room and you look around, there's outlets around the room. Like I'm the guy who selected where they go. Um, and I also do lighting calculations. And so like in buildings, you know, they want to make sure that it's bright enough. So I have to lay out where the lights are going to be and actually calculate how much light is going to be in the room. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also have to do things like laying out where fire alarms are going to be in a building and lay out things like where the electric door locks are going to be. So if like you have a, a card system where you can like the buildings locked like I lay that out and I do like a whole bunch of different stuff there um, on top of all of that on the back side I'm still doing the graphic design stuff for the news record uh, so I'm professionally doing graphic design for now like going on three years and then I'm also doing all the stuff we do here at one of creative and shoreline media so uh, now I've got experience in hardware design. I've got experience in coding. I've got experience in uh, very advanced Excel stuff. I've got experience in PLCs. I've got experience in traditional electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. I've got experience in graphic design, web design. I've got experience in IT administration. I've got experience in security and alarms. I've got experience in photo, video, and branding. So like... I've got experience in, I think I just counted on my hands, 10 different fields uh, that I have kind of opened up for me. And and the long and short of that is that, that for me, my short-term goal is that I know I'm not going to be doing this one of creative thing full-time anytime soon. Um, so when I move back, like I wanted to open up as many doors because I'm interested in all of these things. Like I enjoyed every one of them and I want to have the option to take basically any job that comes to me. Um, so I have 10 different fields that I can apply for jobs in when I go to look for jobs when I move back. And I won't be miserable doing any of those things. Mm -hmm. um, so then hopefully I'll be able to get one of those jobs and do it for like seven years. And, and then in seven years, uh, the hope is that we'll be able to get the company big enough to where I'll be able to quit and go full time. If that doesn't happen, that's fine. You know, um, but, you know, I, I believe the company will take its time. And when it's our time, mm -hmm. it's our time. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to push uh, too crazy hard. But I obviously am pushing hard for one up creative to grow, but I'm not going to like force something that's not meant to be. Yeah. You know? um, Which would be, but it would be kind the of idea sad, there is just that it's whatever and stuff happens. Yeah. 
because because the company would would collapse under its own weight yeah. like if that was you know what happened. and then that'd be a thing and people saying hey remember one of creative mm. <laughs> yeah um so yeah just the idea for me is just that like you know when the time comes for me to quit like i'll be able to quit my job which i didn't hate already um and and go into one up creative and shoreline media full time and if that doesn't happen uh you know the job that i'm doing is something i'll i'll continue to enjoy hopefully for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life um so then and then long term for me again since i've had this interest in so many different things and it extends for me so far beyond just a one up creative for me is that i don't ever want to just stop like obviously already right now we're talking about two different companies uh but i don't I don't ever want to stop there. For me, uh, there's just so many ideas and things that I want to do in life that, you know, if, if I have ever had the opportunity, I would love to go even further. And obviously, I'd want to invite you guys along yeah. on that journey. Uh, but I'd love to do, I have 10 different companies uh, that I've wrote down that I'd love to start one day. Oh, that's right. That'd be a whole uh, other So for podcast. me, it's even bigger than Shoreline all the companies we want to start. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, I think we have that wrote down somewhere with one of our ideas. Um, but yeah, that's a whole nother podcast that we can talk about. And and that's, that's kind of where I'm at. For me, it's always been bigger than like just Shoreline. It's always been bigger than myself, but it's never been too big. I've never wanted to be a billion dollar company. I never want to be a millionaire. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to have a decent amount of money, but I, I don't have any desire to be rich. To me, it's all about just being able to make a, a living while doing all these different things that yes. I love to do. And I'm interested That's in so many different things and being able to tap into any to of those with, is To live a good life, especially to what you love to do. And as long as you make that happen, you'll live your good mm-hmm. life. So. And obviously... Uh, Part of the goal for me is to be able to support you guys while doing those things, and and so you know the Shoreline Media thing is and and One Up Creative is kind of the area where we're developing that first, uh, and hopefully we can grow it into something larger than that, to where all three of us will be able to make a decent living off of this. Um, but I don't ever want to get too big where it's out of control between just yeah. the group of us, you know. So that's that's kind of where I'm at as far as these uh these long term goals go. You know, it's it's ideally uh, I'd love to be able to make like a million dollars a year in the company so that we can employ ten people and pay them all like seventy thousand a year. That'd be like, huge. That would be wonderful be awesome. to me. But uh, I don't know if it'll ever get to that point. Um, we'll see. Uh, we're just taking it one step at a time. But like I said, for me, I think at least for the time being, I'm hoping it'll work a lot more towards uh, Shoreline is like 35 and then 1UP Creative is like 35. But obviously right now, 1UP Creative is by far the primary source of income. And I'm totally fine with that because I love the wedding stuff. I just think as far as the scale I want it to be at, I don't think it'll be sustainable for 1UP Creative to stay at that percentage, you know to employ 10 people and and be have 85% of our business weddings we'd have to be doing like 200 weddings a year at four th- $4,000 a piece 
and that's just a lot of work and so I just think it'd be much more sustainable if if it worked out to where the, the business's spread was a lot more even this is my thoughts though what do you think about that like the whole because obviously you were saying like more 85 and 15 um, or 25 or something like that 25 and 25 I mean that's okay Hmm. let me so let's start back let's jump back a little bit then the the whole concept of like 10 employees because obviously right now it's just you me and Ryan sometimes and Travis is kind of involved in this Um, but so like do you ever do you think that we can get to a place where it's bigger than that and how do you think that would come about bigger than just the four three of us yes yeah. of course i don't i don't know exactly when or how it'd be but like we could employ people in certain parts people that can go out do a wedding with another person that we have we can have two people for weddings mm-hmm. another how many people mm-hmm. for youtube editing and um maybe sometimes maintenance for something goes down you fix it i don't know anything um okay so i got a question for you then um and i want to jump back to what you just said in a minute but i want to ask you this questions while it's on my head um so then going to the concept where we do have 10 employees uh and and of course like i'm still like the spearhead of the company because it's kind of my position but then obviously you guys being the most senior people besides myself would have a very large role uh, Mm -hmm. in the company and would kind of a lot of times be taking on a lot of the responsibility, like as much responsibility as I do, since you guys would have such a large part to play. So how do you envision your role in the company being in a situation like we have 10 employees? What would you be doing on a um, day-to-day basis? What would I be doing? Oh God! Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, now I I do want to stay as doing. I think a lot of people would be editing and stuff like that. I mean, I would definitely to keep stay to keep going as um being in videos, making videos, short films. I wouldn't be one to really write them. Mm-hmm. I'm not really good at that, but to be in them and put them out, and I think that'd be good uh go to weddings do some weddings with either you or somebody else definitely be fun um probably you um (laughs) but (laughs) so in your mind though you're still like heavily involved like you're not doing like i don't necessarily the managerial stuff you still want to be heavily involved in the grunt work besides like the editing stuff you want to still be out there in the field uh, now i i would like to be in like a manager type stage but still doing the work i like to be doing in the company i don't want to be become a manager and just be like okay um i got a bit you don't want to be a pencil yes, pusher I for don't. all the whole day exactly i don't you still want to be working in the yes, field but as but still as and a, you don't want to be the guy who's like having to sit there and interview but still as a day. big person in the company as you know like you're the guy who's 
So, like, okay, let me ask you this and see kind if it sounds like kind you of You know, Linus, right, he's a big what owner. You were talking he's about. Ba- basically the boss, but he still does his videos. He's talking about Linus Tech Tips, another YouTuber. Okay, continue. Yeah, he still does his, like, he's the boss. They've got, like, 20 people at their company. 28, I think. Yeah, he's the boss, but he's still in and videos. He still helps make some. Yeah, I mean, he... I mean, yeah. he does his interviews and yeah. stuff like and, that. But. And, like, even all this time, he still writes the scripts yes. to certain videos. So I kind of want to be like you know? that. I still want to be involved, um, but still as in a manager yeah. stage to kind of be in charge. Yeah. And and that's kind of I, – I model a lot of my vision after what he has. I think he's a little on the larger yeah. side of scale than I would want to be. I don't want to be that big. Um but the way he has set things up and the structured things is very similar to how I want to do. Um, but anyway, jumping back to the what I was saying, I want to hit, pass this by you and see if you think it sounds right to you. Um, because obviously right now, the way that the company is structured, what we do is typically I will book a shoot uh, and I'll book a shoot however I get the shoot. And then I will ask you to come along or ask Ryan to come along or ask Travis to come along sometimes multiple of you to come along and assist me on the shoot and when we get there on the shoot day it's kind of my job to direct you guys and tell you guys what to do because mm-hmm. I'm in charge so do you picture your position more being like my position is now over your own little sector of guys or girls in the company it's like you'll go on a shoot and you'll be the guy in charge calling the shots Um, and and you'll be directing two or three other people who are with you on what to do I could totally do that you could do that I of course believe that you can do that but is that what you picture yourself doing yeah I I think I could uh, I can picture myself doing that now the future can change this could definitely change this is a this is a point mm-hmm. from now of course, what i'm yeah. thinking but um right like i said i still want to be involved but i still i i mean i'm basically okay what what is you consider me as in the in the company like yes, in the company today as number two kind of like I would say right now I would consider you I guess number two because I don't really want to put you guys on like this this yeah, hierarchy yeah, you ranking mean. you know because we're so small and like the whole team aspect of what we're doing is so important um, so I feel like placing that that hierarchy is, is not fair to yeah, okay. any of us Um but definitely at this point, you know, you're you're very heavily ingrained in what we're doing. And I would say that it I would I would place you as integral to what we're doing. You know. So I, I think you're important enough uh, to to officially like to say you're really what? a part of what we're doing, but I can't really place you as like a number two. Yeah, I don't think okay, it's fair. I know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So why would you ask that? Why would so, you? Curious. No, I was just wondering basically what you thought I was. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So, so what I was getting at there was basically like, and, and this is obviously where we were going back to the whole wedding thing and like having people book on multiple dates is that, uh, the way I envisioned it was getting to a point to where like, uh, hopefully that you and I and Ryan could all become good enough to where we're like, we could each lead our own group of two or, or three girls. guys to go on shoots yeah, or girls. Or girls using guys as a gender neutral term here. You have to specify. Yeah, you do. That's why is. I kind of did that. Um, <laughs> you you said or girls, but <laughs> I kind of want to clarify that it's still. Yeah, you got to you got to specify that nowadays. Um, so yeah, I, I I've always in, saw it like that way, and then like as the company grew, uh, and and hopefully, uh, and obviously, like I said, this is very long term. I'm thinking here. Uh, but like I said, I want to do so much more than just Shoreline Media. Hopefully we get to a point to where I'm able to like 90% step out of my role as the company and kind of hand it to the two of you guys. And then you guys could hopefully just take it and run with it. And then, and then you know, I can still have as much of a part as I want to be and be involved as I want to be. But then I could also uh, kind of evolve the company and do some of these other yeah, things. Yeah, but I also want well. to keep a part of that too. I still want to be a part of what you're doing. Of course, yeah. And obviously you guys would be. Um, uh, but kind of like we would we would design it so we could be in that transition stage and, and hopefully you guys would be able to just kind of, like I wanted you to be in a position where you're elevating along with me. And and that's why I asked that question is, is that you know, I only want to make sure I, I don't want to put you in a position where if you don't see that's where you're going to be, you know, I don't want to put you in a position where to, that's where I'm put I'm putting you, you know, I don't want to make you the guy in charge of everybody else. If you don't want to be the mm-hmm. guy in charge of everybody else. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So, so I've always just pictured it like, you know, we could be like, we could book three weddings on a one day or not necessarily weddings, but three different projects on the same day. And we could each, divvy up the responsibilities and each person shoot one project and take part of our team mm-hmm. with us on that. And that's that's why I asked that question. Is, is uh, I was wondering if you kind of saw it the same way. Yeah. I hear you fidgeting. Oh yeah, I got a piece of paper in my hand. It's just been crumbled up and doing whatever else with it. Uh, I've been <laughs> fidgeting this whole time. I'm I a fidgeter. Too. Yeah, that's that's basically that's what I was thinking as far as like as far as our goals go. I just I was hoping, you know, uh, like I said, I never want to be a millionaire, and I've told you this before. I have a very specific idea of what I want in the future, and my my future is very simple. Now, um, you, if people, you know, if I you have, listen to this, and we're bigger at the time, you know, or whatever, <laughs> and we actually do hire mm-hmm. people, um, we're not. If you have like a type of vision upon us on how we are, we're not a strict, we're not a strict people. Uh, if I'm saying that right, um, right. I, I get what you're saying. We're very open yes. to the future we're being also different than what it is now. Open to each other. We're not like all. You can't do this, or if you do this, you're, yeah, you know, trouble. Or we all. Yeah have opinions and yeah. everything else you guys have 
share your own opinions to us. We could follow up on them or whatever else. Yep. We're open to anything. Yeah. So we're not we're not we're not completely strict like that's the thing about Lions Tech Tips. I feel like he's a strict person to work for. He's a little more strict yes. than I would be if I were doing it. And that's that's where like I from the thing about Linus is like that's what enabled him to become a twenty eight person business. Is because the way he structured it and he structured it in a very traditional business yeah. sense. And I don't ever want to be I don't ever want it to be that for me. Because I know that's as someone who wants to start their own business, that's the world that I'm trying to escape. Yeah. Like the whole the whole nine to five regular job, quote unquote, is what I want to get away from. And I don't want to subject my employees to that same kind of Mm-hmm. junk and obviously there's going to have to be some kind of groundwork laid there like if it's a job you obviously got to show up and do your job um, but you know I, I would like to at least structure it as much as I can in a way that makes it the most fruitful version of a job for yeah. everybody involved uh, and, and where there's a lot of trust and and I don't want to say brotherhood uh, but maybe that's the right word, like brotherhood between mm-hmm. the group of us all working together. And and so that's like more than anything, that's what I value in the company is is just trying to structure it so that uh, we're all close and like the closeness as a group is more important. And in that if you're if you're going to skip work or if you're tempted to skip work, you don't want to skip work. Not because I'm going to yell at you, but because you're my friend and you don't want to let me down. Like, that's the kind of position I want to come at this from. Um, And again, like I said, I, and you said this too, we're obviously, this is projecting many years into the future what we want it to be. And, And the thing about careers in life in general is that it never turns out the way you want it to be i mean ben a couple months ago thought he was going to be a lineman and now there's a small very small chance he's going to be a lineman so life just changes and you kind of adapt with it and we're totally open to this plan as it stands now turning out totally different Mm -hmm. in the future um right now that's that's kind of where we see where we're at and that's I think I think for the most part you and I are on the same page. I think the only thing where we really differed was just how on how much money. <laughs> yeah, how many kids? How many kids we wanted to have? That's our biggest <laughs> contingency here. <laughs> That's where we're gonna get lances and just start jousting each other over over yeah. kids. No two, no one. Oh, yeah. No, I think I think other than the, like the percentage yeah, but thing, the, but the, uh, like how I didn't big really know exactly how to part. go off of that. I, I'm kind of, I was just kind of like, um, that's not my 100, percent you know, thinking of it. Because I, I don't really think, I don't really know. Yeah, that's because kind of guessed almost. And I think too, I think, a, I think a, a chunk of that comes from for you, like only being. Because uh, Ben has only recently been exposed to the whole finances of this company. Like for a large time, uh, I have been kind of keeping everything monetarily to myself. Um, 
and and in an effort to be open with the rest of the group you know uh, obviously i can't show everything to them uh for privacy reasons but i try to show them as much as i'm allowed to of where the money goes inside of the company so that they can understand so i think a large part of that is just that like that whole concept of all that is new to you so trying to understand like how all of this how everybody's salaries are mm-hmm. going to get paid for is is a little bit fresh in your mind but yeah <clears throat> so that i think that about wraps up the topic i think we we actually covered we a did. quite a bit we of ground did. there we pretty well and um we're up to and i feel like this is a very fruitful conversation minutes and 50 seconds <laughs> Yeah, and uh, there was like a minute that's going to have to get cut out there where our mic's yep. dropped out. Yeah, I don't hey, know what happened there. Fine, it's right? probably the internet. It said <laughs> server connecting as whatever mine said or whatever. But... Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so it looks like we're all wrapped up here. This has been episode two of the Shoreline podcast. This one, I think, definitely a large improvement on the last one, except for some of the technical issues that we had. Uh, but I think the conversation-wise, this is definitely heading in the right direction. I'm really happy with this oh, one. Me too. So, guys, now comes the time of the podcast where we do our little plugs. And we got to plug ourselves. Uh, so, obviously, we run two companies here. Uh, we run Run Up Creative and we run Shoreline Media. They're actually both right now legally under the same company name, uh, which is One Up Creative LLC or LTD or yeah. Limited or something like that. All those acronyms, they all mean the same thing. It's a limited liability company. Um, but you can go follow 1UP Creative at 1UP.photo. Uh, that's our website. And it's spelled uh, out. It's you want to check out Shoreline Media. <laughs> O-N-E-U-P.photo. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. O-N-E-U-P.photo. We specialize in wedding photography and videography. Uh, uh, that's kind of our field kind of fell into that we talked about that last week yes. and we love doing it so if you guys are getting married anytime hit soon um <laughs> hit us up and if you want to check out shoreline media we do branding graphic design and web design basically all the stuff that small businesses need uh to kind of get off the ground we do that stuff check us out at one up.photo and please shoreline. go ahead and check out our uh, youtubes absolutely uh so we have Four different YouTube channels. You're welcome to check any of them out. Um, we have a channel called One Up Connect. You're welcome to check that one out. It, it covers that a lot is, of tech and camera stuff. Yep. And we also have a vlog on there where I talk about basically the same kind of stuff we're talking about here, uh, but in a much shorter format. So you guys are welcome to check that out. Yeah, we have our. We also. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we have our channel One Up Life. Uh, it's still called Just Life. Uh, if you were to look it up and it's just basically a kind of a vlog channel we have a show there called level up we call it the intersection of a reality show and a vlog uh, and it's kind of a goofy little show where we do stuff uh and it's very simple and, and not complicated like it's not fancy or anything very simple show um and then we have our other channel one up tv ben you want to tell them a little bit about that one up TVs, but okay. If you want to see our short films or anything like that, and basically what we've done before, yeah, I don't know how else to really yeah. explain that. So one up TVs basically like a skits channel 
or a yes. show channel. We call it One Up TV because everything on there is kind of in a show-like format. Uh, it's a lot more lighthearted uh, than the other two channels are. It doesn't take itself so seriously. And then our last channel is the One Up Creative YouTube channel, where we post all of our client work that we're doing, uh, including both of those here at Shoreline and One Up dot photo or one up creative are both posted on that channel so you guys are welcome to check that out of course and of course you can check us both out uh online uh ben you want to plug in your instagram my instagram sure go oh, ahead my instagram or the company's instagram? plug your own well if you want to see my instagram it should be if i can remember right Ben Fryer 109. Now you guys know my last name, but um, B E N F R Y E R 109. And um, you'll be able to find me. I don't know if my account is um, private or not, but if you do follow me, I will definitely follow you back. And I do have quite a bit of, um, of some of my life, and then also some of uh, a lot of photo taking and um, video and cool stuff. Even the. Uh, um, the half um, uh, solar eclipse I have over here. I have a telescope. I took pictures through there. Um, even the moon through a telescope. I've whatever, whatever else. Okay. And then we also do have our company um, uh, one. Do you want to talk about that one? Sure. It's at one up creative. All one word. At one up creative. O n e u p creative. Yeah, that's Instagram handles. One up creative. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you guys want to check us out there, I don't really post on Instagram much myself. I'm more of a Facebook guy. And unfortunately, I can't plug myself there because I don't add people unless I know them because I try to keep my Facebook for my friends and family only. So so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, hopefully, you guys will tune in for the next episode. And it's only going to get better from here. Things are starting to ramp up here. Yes, it's been a marathon. So looking forward to the next episode, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Talk to you later.